0: This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 43. to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host this week, Brett Hurst.
1: And I'm Kelly Hurst.
0: And the two of us are marriage educators. We are co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed, as always, to help you take your marriage to the next level. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Kelly, I think you have a tip of the day that you want to uh, mention.
1: I do. Sometimes we like to recommend a book or a resource, and we would like to recommend a book by Dr. Gary Chapman called The Five Languages of Apology. Now, you might have thought I was going to say The Five Love Languages because it is the same author.
0: I didn't think you were going to say that.
1: But it's a different book, and it's The Five Languages of Apology. It's actually really very interesting about what they have found out about the art of apology.
0: Right. Right. Have you mastered that art?
1: Uh, I'm in the process of mastering that art.
0: Yes. Well. <laughs> uh, Getting since-
1: my doctorate at <laughs> apology.
0: Since you brought that up, we are going to talk about the anatomy of an apology today, mm. which is a intriguing.
1: It doesn't sound like a sexy topic, but actually, it's very important in marriage.
0: Yes. I don't know how sexy it is, but... Um, <laughs> Okay, so back in the 70s, I believe it was 1970, Love Story was a uh, very popular film, and I really don't know why.
1: <laughs> not one of your favorites?
0: <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> Nor was the uh, catchphrase uh, that was on the uh, movie poster, love means never having to say you're sorry. Oh, man. Now, come on, Really?
1: That is a terrible line.
0: Who came up with that line?
1: I have no idea.
0: So obviously, someone who had never been married. <laughs> uh, it's may, maybe the most ridiculous line uttered in the history of filmmaking, and that there would be many to choose from. But I agree. For those of us who've been married for more than 30 minutes, we know that the line should be something more like love means always having to say. Exactly, always having to exactly. say. Exactly. Having sorry.
1: say sorry.
0: <laughs> or at least that's been the case. In my situation. Well, it's I mean, when I'm two always people... always having to say I'm sorry. I
1: know. When you're in that close proximity and in that intimate of a relationship, someone's always doing something to upset the other person. And so to get good at this would be a huge asset in a relationship.
0: Yeah. And in my case, it's usually me who's upsetting the other person. Oh, I
1: don't think that's true.
0: So the question is, have you ever apologized to someone and, uh, and yet you still felt that things were uh, unsettled? Or, or maybe mm-hmm. you thought they were settled, and then you find out that the issue continues to come up, mm-hmm. even though you've apologized.
1: And that's frustrating, because you think everything's cool, right? only to find out that mm, maybe it's not. And so some of that is, have you apologized well, uh-huh. which is going to be kind of what we're unpacking today.
0: Right. And I think some people ask the question, So how many times do I have to apologize if this thing is going to keep coming up?
1: Because they might think, do I just say I'm sorry again and again, Mm -hmm. and does that fix it?
0: It's kind of like asking the question, you know, how many times do I have to take out the trash? Mm -hmm. You know, again, it's already time to take (laughs) out the trash again. (laughs) Yeah. So as you said, there is an art to apologizing, even a skill set to apologizing. So maybe a question to get us rolling. When you apologize to someone what do you typically say or do
1: Yeah, I think I typically just say I'm sorry, but uh-huh. we're going to actually look at some different ways of offering helpful phrases and words that might even go a little deeper.
0: Okay, and then another question to ask would be when someone apologizes to you, what is it that you want to hear them say? Mhm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you which one mine is when we get to that point. Okay.
0: I can hardly <laughs> wait. Okay, well, the art of apology is probably something we learned when we were very young. Of course, some people never learn it. We might have watched how our our parents apologized to mm-hmm. each other or or maybe how they didn't. Mm-hmm. The art of apology is, as as we've been saying, it's so very important in relationships, particularly if you're married because you really can't operate in the fullness of marriage if you've got things between you. Bible speaks a lot about apologizing, Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen 13 says, He who conceals his sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. I'm all about mercy, mm-hmm. uh, maybe because I need it so frequently. <laughs> I also like the way the message says that same verse, you you can't whitewash your sins and get by with it. You find mercy by admitting mm-hmm. your sins and by leaving them behind. Mm-hmm. Jesus even went so far as to say in Matthew 5 that if you bring an offering into the house of worship and you remember, hey, I've got a grudge with my neighbor, mm-hmm. the scripture says leave your offering, go and make things right with your neighbor, and and then only then come back to make your offering and worship. I remember the first time I read that when I was a brand new Christian in college and going, oh, boy, mm-hmm. yuck.
1: I know how many of us really practice that. <laughs> right?
0: It seems apparent that God places a very high priority on on being at peace with the people in our lives, which mm-hmm. is not an easy thing to do because mm-hmm. life is complicated. Life is very messy. Stuff comes up that is not in any kind of handbook. Mm-hmm. So learning how to apologize well is, is, is a great skill, and uh, it's a great start toward being on that road to peace. Mm-hmm. So there are actually important dimensions to a sincere apology. The first one is there has to be recognition. This would probably be my issue. Uh, Without the recognition of the fact that you've done something to wound another, there can be no meeting of the minds. There can be no hope that things are going to change. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've tried to express a hurt to someone only to have them deny it. That's not true. That That never happened.
1: That happens all the time.
0: Yeah, So helpful words in this regard would be, I can see how that would upset you, and me sometimes beyond even just that. I just I'm I'm oblivious to the fact that I've uh, done anything at all. Right, and I think you know when we're
1: talking about apologies because I've been I've been thinking about this the last few days is one pattern that we see a lot with couples is the personal gets stuck the person who offended the other person mm-hmm. will get stuck on the idea that they didn't do it on purpose mm-hmm. they didn't mean to upset the other person right and i started thinking about that i thought the truth is most of us don't mean right. to upset someone most it, of it's the time. almost always happens out of you know we respond negatively
0: and neglect or yeah oblivion or just, or whatever. yeah just
1: whatever and so but we get stuck on that and go well i didn't mean to hurt your feelings or that's not what that's not what i intended
0: so i'm off the hook
1: yeah and so right. but really you we just have to get over that part and go mm-hmm. yeah i didn't mean to do that but i can see where that would upset you mm-hmm. and just recognizing the offense is really helpful to the person who's been hurt right um but when you when you Stick, you know, dig your heels in and go, well, that's not true. I didn't say it that way. Or it just it just keeps you going around and around.
0: Well, that kind of leads us into the next segment, which is accepting responsibility.
1: Yeah. And this is a challenge for people who have a hard time admitting that they were wrong. You know, if you think <laughs> back to the Happy Days show, the main character, Fonzie, one of his big hangups was he could never say he was wrong. He would get stuck. I, w- I was r- You know, couldn't say wrong. Um, But when you come to grips with the fact that everybody makes mistakes, it's just part of life, that does make it a little bit easier. I have a hard time uh, admitting when I was wrong. I remember the first – 10 years for sure of our marriage, I, I mean, it was so hard to say I was wrong and admit that I had done something, uh, you know, mean-spirited or said something to hurt you or whatever. It was so hard for me to do that.
0: 10 years is a long <clears throat> time. Indeed,
1: <laughs> thank you. The person needs. I'm sorry, to, I was
0: but, wrong to say that.
1: But the person needs to feel that you're taking responsibility for your mistake, and it might be diff- It might be a difficult thing, but <laughs> it's a highly meaningful thing to your spouse when mm-hmm. you can just say, "Look, I, I take responsibility. I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have done that." Right. So helpful words here are simply, "I was wrong,"
0: and you're great at doing that. Now. now, I mean, you really are. <laughs> yeah, you, you been for the last fifteen or sixteen years. So that's that's a uh, quite a shift, you know. And seriously, I mean, that says a lot about your ability or anyone's ability to change mm-hmm. and to grow. And gosh. yeah,
1: and I think that even goes back to like I, I don't know if I'm just talking about myself or or different people who do h- struggle with that. Is the idea that I think we're we find it hard to say we're wrong because we're afraid we're going to get criticized uh-huh. because we were wrong or well, because we'll get, we made a mistake.
0: We'll get exposed yeah, that and we're less than perfect.
1: Exactly. And it's a vulnerable place to be, mm-hmm. but that's actually a good place to be when you're talking about a marriage relationship because it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable.
0: Yeah. And definitely, I'm, <laughs> I have plenty of my own things that to uh, – to try to sh- sweep under the carpet. So,
1: so what's the next uh, aspect of a good apology?
0: Well, I think it's to express regret, you know, and to also show remorse. You know, the fact that you've emotionally hurt the other person, you know, we're talking about r- recognizing it, taking responsibility for it, that's that's important, but there needs to be genuine remorse, you know, mm-hmm. not not only verbally, but with your body language as well. Mm-hmm. You know, where the other person really feels, okay, they really are genuinely sorry, regretful, remorseful for that. People can say the words, I'm sorry, uh, but, you know, tagging on to it, you know, blame or mm-hmm. sarcasm or defensiveness, excuses, whatever. It's like, like uh, the Kristen Wigg character, you know, what, is, what does she say on Saturday Night Live?
1: The Kristen Wig character? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> Not much remorse there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know what you're saying, because whenever you find yourself apologizing and then putting a but behind that, uh-huh. you probably need to work on your apology. Because if you're going, I'm really sorry about it, but if you hadn't a da 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 you know, um, when we start assigning blame to the other person, then we can run into trouble. And also that, that famous, awful apology that says, I'm sorry you got upset, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Or I'm sorry that you yeah, were hurt you by that. that yeah, that's yeah. not an apology at all. That's not accepting responsibility or anything. That's that's blaming, shifting the blame to the person who got hurt.
0: <laughs> so, so don't add the but. Yeah. Because you might be a but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> so the helpful words when you are expressing regret and remorse is just simply, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's as simple as that.
0: It's just being straight up about it. Yeah. And you're listening to Marriage to the Max. Well, welcome back to Marriage to the Max. And, you know, you wouldn't think that we would need to go through this topic of the anatomy of an apology. You would think by now that you and I would have mastered this and that this would just be common knowledge for everybody. But it is very helpful to go through these points and really talk these through as a couple. Mm-hmm. So give us Yeah, another. so
1: we've looked at, you know, recognizing the Offense, Uh we've looked at accepting responsibility, we've looked at expressing regret and showing remorse. And then the next aspect of a sincere apology is to make restitution. And this simply means making amends for your wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry or I was wrong are empty words if you don't show strong efforts for writing the wrongdoings that you committed. Mm -hmm. And this is actually a great time to use love language tools because let's say your mate's love language is gifts. Then perhaps a little trinket might do the trick. You know, you're just trying to make amends for something that you've done.
0: To to Um, express how sorry you are, by speaking into their love language.
1: Yeah, and you know, it may be best to just ask your mate the following helpful words, you know, what can I do to make this up to you? Mm-hmm. And you're good at that. Like when when we've had a little tiff or something, you'll go, you know, can I take you out to dinner? Will that help, you know? And Does that may help? sound th- that to me that's sincere, yeah, you know, right. like I want to make it up to you. So I I kind of like that idea too.
0: No, that's great. And then uh after that to genuinely like you said, you make restitution, but then to genuinely repent, reform. You know, the word repent literally means to turn away from something and go in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So I was heading in this direction, mm-hmm. now I'm going to head in the complete opposite direction. So when we show repentance, you know, it it it's not just simply saying you're sorry or offering to make restitution, It's it's actually turning away from doing it in the future. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. That doesn't mean that you'll never make a mistake again. Mm-hmm. But if you're only giving words without action to follow it up, mm-hmm. then that apology can feel pretty empty. Yeah. You know, the idea is to, to uh, modify your behavior to avoid the situation in the future. But this raises an important question. How effective are we at behavior modification <laughs> um, i'm not very effective at it you yeah know, i mean good intentions and all that but trying to do these things in my own strength i just not gonna yeah, get and get stay
1: consistent far. On the yeah that's where I think the person who's been offended needs to really practice a lot of grace because we're not married to perfect people, and right. um but you know, I think when someone is genuinely trying to turn over a new leaf or trying to um you know repent or turn away from certain behavior if you know if you're extending grace to that person you can t- you can tell that person is trying right, and I think that's almost as important as as doing it perfectly right. is just showing the, your spouse that I really am trying to get this under control. You know, maybe it's that you lash out in anger, or you raise your voice, and your spouse says, "Sure, you know that really hurts my feelings." You can really, I really try not to do that anymore.
0: Okay, so back to the the little point about behavior modification or or being more tangible with it, sin management. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. Like I said, I don't get far by just getting up in the morning, pulling my bootstraps up, and saying I'm going to do better today. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to ask for help. Mm -hmm. I need to ask God to to really help me to follow through on the turning away. So, as a married couple, you know, I can be praying if I'm the offender. I can be praying for myself to make sure that I you know, get the grace and the strength to to not repeat the action. But what can my spouse be doing too? He or she can be praying for their spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're the offended person, you can also be praying to say, you know, help my wife, help my husband not do this again in a way that's going to hurt me.
1: Yeah, really bring in the helper, you know, the Holy Spirit who transforms us.
0: And I think Every that's a, that's a two way responsibility. Yeah, you know, the the offender needs to be praying, and the offended person also needs to be praying for Mm -hmm. for that person.
1: And then the last, you know, significant hallmark of a sincere apology is to request forgiveness. And this requires a lot of courage because it leaves you vulnerable to the fear of being rejected. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ask someone to forgive you and they say, "Mm, maybe not, not," or I'm not ready to forgive you, Mm -hmm. you know, that you open yourself up to that. But this is really a two-way street because you're trusting that the offended person will forgive you. And... And it's important to remember here that there's a difference between asking for forgiveness and demanding forgiveness. You know, when you we demand it, me. yeah, when we demand it, it takes away the nature of forgiveness, mm-hmm. because forgiveness has to be a choice. And we actually did a recent episode on forgiveness. I think it's episode number 39. So if you're interested in kind of unpacking a few more details um, on forgiveness, you could listen to that episode. But the helpful words here are just asking someone, will you forgive me? Mm-hmm. You know, we tried to teach our kids when they were younger, you know, that the apology stops short if you just say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But if you say I'm so sorry, will you forgive me? Right. That's a little bit more complete picture. You right. know, that really should be the, the thing we end with when we're apologizing.
0: Right. And then for the other person to accept that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Well, a lot to consider. So I know. Got some homework, I guess.
1: <laughs> we'll always have homework in the area of apology. Figure out how
0: to uh, be more <laughs> effective in this whole area of apology. Yeah. Well, that's it. If you'd like to contact us, you can always find us at marriage to the max.org. You can also check out our website at homeencouragement.org and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And by the way, if we haven't covered your topic on marriage to the max, Well, we're sorry. We're sorry about that. But if if, really, if there is a particular thing that you would like us to try to tackle, email us at thehursts at homeencouragement.org. That's H-U-R-S-T-S. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, remember healthy marriage, healthy world. And God bless y'all.